Much has been done to address the housing and homelessness needs of those identifying as 2SLGBTQIA+. It's clear that more needs to be done. The 2SLGBTQIA+, community in Canada, faces unique challenges when it comes to housing. While progress has been made, many members of the 2SLGBTQIA+, community continue to face discrimination, especially when accessing a safe and suitable and affordable place to call their home. People who identify as such have housing needs that are different from those of other Canadians. They need to consider how their housing will affect their access to social or medical services and allow them to be part of an inclusive and welcoming community. My name is John Quasi April, and thank you for joining the Viewpoint Live. As always, I'm your passionate social issues commentator, and today we are talking about the two LGBTQIA plus housing needs and the challenges. Now let's dig in. Historically, homelessness among youthful 2LSGBTQIA plus Canadians have accounted for a disproportionately large percentage of Canadians who are homeless, at risk of becoming homeless, and in core housing needs. This is especially true for members of at-risk groups who are also members of the 2SLGBTQIA community. These groups include youth, seniors, indigenous people, newcomers, or people with mental health or addiction issues. The community may, especially the youth, may be the most vulnerable members of the community. As a result, their housing challenges are often the greatest. According to the most recent research, approximately 10% of the Canadian population identifies as 2SLGBTQIA+. By some estimates, the 2SLGBTQIA+, youth make up between 25% to 40% of homeless youth in Canada. That means that nearly one out of three homeless young people in Canada identifies as 2SLGBTQIA+. Compared to the general population, transgender and gender non-conforming people in Canada are also seven times more likely to abuse drugs or other substances, five times more likely to have mental health issues, five times more likely to attempt suicide, two times as likely to experience severe poverty and homelessness. Let that sink in. Now, why housing is so important? Now, many experts believe the reason for 2SLGBTQIA plus homelessness is discrimination. First at home, then from society when trying to do things like access suitable housing. For example, far too many 2SLGBTQIA plus youth are forced to leave home after coming out to their families. 
Once alone and on the streets, they face additional discrimination finding work, assessing education, and securing a safe place to live. Homelessness also increases the risk of substance abuse, violence, prostitution, physical and psychological illnesses, and suicide. Fear of encountering homophobia, transphobia, or other forms of oppression cause to us LGBTQIA plus homeless people to avoid the shelters. This means that they can't access services and support that could help them get off the streets and into more permanent housing. By addressing housing needs, we can help alleviate this homelessness and support a wide range of other health and social goals. From education and employment to overall levels of health, happiness, productivity and well-being, assessing housing provides a better quality of life. Now, what's happening? What's happening? All levels of government are working with private, non-profit and community partners across Canada. They are leading initiatives that address the housing needs of 2SLGBTQIA plus Canadians. For example, in the fall of 2015, the province of Alberta was the first provincial uh, government to create an action plan addressing the housing needs of 2SLGBTQIA plus youth. Around the same time, the Boys and Girls Club of Calgary introduced its Aura Host Homes project. This project matches the two SLGBTQIA plus youth and with families who can offer them a safe and supportive place to call home. In Toronto, the YMCA support house since February 2016 has offered one of the first transitional housing programs in Canada for two SLGBTQI. QIA plus youth. And then in Saskatoon, Out Saskatoon's Pride Home is the first long-term Canada is the first long-term youth home in Canada for the community. As young people who are at risk of becoming homeless. The five-bedroom home provides both housing and a sense of community to the two SLGBTQIA plus youth between the ages of 16 and 21. In Vancouver, the Rain City Housing and Support Society was one of the first initiatives in Canada to adopt a housing first approach to help 2SLGBTQIA homeless youth get out of the streets, improve their employment and education, prospect and achieve long-term independence. Members of the 2SLGBTQIA community are still more likely to become homeless, despite these and similar initiatives. They are also more likely than almost any other segment of the Canadian population to become homeless. More needs to be done, you know, in the urban and rural areas across the country to address the urgent and long-term needs of this community. Let that sink in. If you are just joining me, my name is John Crazy April and I am your passionate social issues commentator and welcome to The Viewpoint Live. If you like my content, please don't forget to like, comment and share.
Let's move on. Several studies have looked at the housing needs of all 2SLGBTQIA adults. Researchers have and continue to investigate the specific needs of youth, seniors, and other groups. Research has proven that there are two SLGBTQIA adults that have the same housing needs as the general Canadian population. All the two SLGBTQIA adults have expressed a need for more housing that specifically targets their unique issues and challenges. This is particularly true for those who have been homeless or who are currently in core housing needs. The Daybreak Nonprofit Housing in Ottawa recently carried out a study of the housing and support needs of 2SLGBTQIA adults who have experienced homelessness. The study concluded that more housing needs to be developed with the needs and preferences of 2SLGBTQIA individuals in mind. The study also made several key recommendations for developers and housing providers when they develop 2SLGBTQIA housing. These include developing a wide range of housing options from emergency shelters to long-term housing, prioritizing permanent independent living with support systems available when needed, involving two SLGBTQIA plus individuals throughout the development process, hiring more staff members who identify as two SLGBTQIA plus, choosing safe and welcoming communities, offering support services of, to substance abuse, mental health issues, and trauma care, creating whole communities rather than isolated buildings using an intersectional approach to address discrimination, taking a housing first approach to address a wide range of social and health issues. The future of 2SLGBTQI plus housing in Canada, much has been done to address the housing and homelessness needs of those identifying as such. It is clear that more needs to be done. To do more, private and public sectors need to partner and work on solving the issues and challenges facing the community. Together, we can eliminate stigmas, address ignorance, reduce discrimination and hate, and raise awareness. Specific programs also need to be developed to address the unique needs of various subgroups of the community. These include, but aren't limited to, the youth, seniors, newcomers, indigenous people, people who are simply homeless or at risk of becoming homeless. Because together, we can work to ensure that all Canadians have access to welcoming, inclusive communities and a safe and affordable place to call their home. So please feel free to send us an email with any suggestions or comments, our YouTube channel, The Viewpoint Life, um, and also all our social media pages are available on your screens right now. We would appreciate it if you could share our content so that it can reach 
a wider audience. Be sure not to miss an episode as I will cover more on this topic in the coming episodes. Thank you.